Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. It is your host, Poonam here with a very special guest, Lakita Norwood. She has a truly inspirational story to share with all of you. I requested her to join us today and share her journey of becoming mindful, beautiful, not only inside, but outside. And now she is thriving, loving what she's doing. And I'm so glad she's here with us sharing her story. Welcome, Lakita. So I, before I ask you more questions, please introduce yourself and tell us what are you doing currently? Okay, thank you so much, Poon. As you can tell, I was so excited. So um, you are absolutely amazing. I truly just want to be showing gratitude for the opportunity to be here on your show and to connect with your audience. So hello everyone, I am Lakita Norwood. I've been married for three wonderful years to an incredible poet, wordsmith and drummer. And I am a stepmother to a loving 11 year old who is all about gaming, virtual reality and basketball. So I'm, I'm grateful for my family. My life is deeply rooted in my strong belief and faith in God. I'm incredibly passionate about bringing people from all walks of life together and igniting positive change in their lives. And this passion alone has allowed me to take on many roles. I'm a tech enthusiast in the field of business analytics and uh, data analytics, a financial educator, a motivational speaker, an education counselor, a vocalist, an entertainer. I'm also an entrepreneur of a photo booth and entertainment company. I'm a diversity and inclusion practitioner, and I am proudly a mental health and self-care advocate. So thank you again for for this opportunity to be here. Wow, Lakita, <laughs> you have so many hats to wear. Thank you. Thank you so much for telling thank us you. a little bit about you. And now you talked about your mental health and um, self-advocacy, self-care advocacy. So I wanted to ask you, what inspired you to start your mindfulness journey or how did you get on to realizing you need to take care of your body as well as your mind? Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Puna, for the question. So, you know, discovering and pursuing your passion, you know, it can be incredibly fulfilling but it can also bring a set of challenges and become very demanding at times. I was so dedicated in helping others succeed and achieve their dreams. And I often put the needs of my own aside. I mean, the unrelenting passion for inspiring change along with many roles and responsibilities I took on, it brought on an unexpected and powerful companion in my life 
which was not my husband, but chronic stress. I began to notice these signs where I was experiencing persistent exhaustion. I had sleepless nights. I was in a constant state of irritability. I was emotionally drained, constantly overthinking, analyzing everything. I mean, my mind was a whirlwind of excessive worry and restlessness, which resulted in muscle tension and dizzy spells. I even found myself skipping meals for them, opting for fast food for the sake of convenience and neglecting my water intake. I was so burned out and exhausted, but wearing it as a badge of honor. I was overworked, but I was glamorizing it. But the turning point came in 2016, uh, during the time where I was a financial analyst at a Fortune 500 automotive company. And it was during the busiest quarter end close. Um, and at that moment, I collapsed and I had to be rushed to the emergency room. And I was admitted with an abnormal EKG, along with elevated blood pressure, gastrointestinal issues. I had high cholesterol and low potassium levels. I was dehydrated. I even experienced episodes of vertigo. And I also was diagnosed with tachycardia. It's a medical condition where the heart beats at a rate exceeding 100 beats per minute, but resting. So at the tender age of 34 was when I found myself in the hospital. And these issues here were alarming to me, especially considering my family's history of strokes, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol. And just the potential for these issues to be life-threatening was a real concern for my future. I mean, I remember lying in the hospital with tears streaming down my face in complete shock, just trying to understand how this happened, um, especially when in my eyes, I was doing a good deed by helping others. I was so angry. I was frustrated. I was scared. I couldn't believe that my body was deteriorating while those I had supported were thriving. And it just didn't make sense to me. At that moment, I realized that the love and care I consistently poured into others, I had utterly neglected to extend to myself. And then I made a vow to become more mindful of my body and its needs. And I accepted and surrendered to this transformational journey of just learning how to prioritize myself and to protect my health. So it's been a journey for me, hopefully it has. Yeah, Keita, it seems like you went through a lot. And yes. you know, when you were sharing your story, what came to my mind, you know, you were helping others, uh, but not taking your uh, care of yourself. You know, your cup was getting empty and you were trying to fill other people's cup. And eventually, you know, that realization, in, you had to have that. So what changes did you make in your life? so that you, know, you are feeling in control yes yes so at first i want to say that it started with a mental shift for me i had to come to terms with the fact that the lifestyle changes i was about to embark on weren't just a temporary fix it's not just a diet or, or for a season this was for a lifetime it, this was very serious to me so my self-care routine starts with a five or ten minute meditation and prayer some relaxation and breathing exercises, which I use to count home. I absolutely love that app. I've also incorporated gratitude journaling into my daily practice, which helps me stay centered, to be more thankful and optimistic about life, and also to keep my body relaxed and free from tension. I do yoga with Adrian on YouTube, 
for some gentle yoga stretches. But it doesn't stop there. Uh, I've been extra mindful about what I put on my plate. So I've opted for Mediterranean meal plans from local chefs where it's tailored to be low in sodium and fats, which is crucial for me considering the elevated blood pressure and cholesterol levels. I also try to make sure that I am hydrated, which is top priority. My husband supports me in that effort. He's purchased a, a water bottle, a 128-ounce water bottle with time markers just to help me stay on track in hitting those daily water goals. I've also added nature walks into my routine twice a day. I do 30-minute walks at 11.30, and then I do another one at 3.30 p.m. And I don't know if you know about this, Kunim, but I've discovered the benefits of full-body stretch sessions at Stretch Lab. It's a fitness and wellness studio. And um, I do one-on-one 50-minute sessions, uh, and it works wonders for reducing stress and just relieving uh, muscle tension. Honestly, even just in one week, I could feel the difference it's making. I pay weekly visits to my chiropractor. I do uh, massages once a month. I, I've also adopted a monthly mindfulness calendar with techniques on how to just be aware of my myself and my surroundings. So that includes a digital detox, you know, taking phone breaks and taking full lunch breaks. I had to remind myself that the absence of sleep, good diet, exercise, relaxation, and just spending time with family and friends, it wasn't something to be applauded for. It was a problem that needed to be addressed. So, and lastly, I exercised the right to say no. This was huge for me. I, I had to establish boundaries and start learning how to delegate those responsibilities and and give attention to my body when it was tired. And I had to remind myself it was okay to say no and it was okay to rest. So um, I'm so grateful for making these lifestyle changes because there's definitely benefits. Wow, look at it. It seems like you made a lot of, lot of changes in your lifestyle and you were trying to be a superwoman, but you realized <laughs> in your journey, hey, even superheroes need help. They need to yeah. delegate work to others. So I'm so glad you did those changes. So how are you feeling after making those changes? You know, I feel so fulfilled. I feel optimistic about life. You know, I have a gratitude every day for the things that I have tended to take for granted, like waking up in the morning to just a new day or, you know, my physical health and well-being or just the ability to pursue my passions and dreams or, or the love I received from family and friends. You know, I remember feeling overwhelmed with negative thoughts, anxiety, worry, fear, just overwhelmed with life. And now I can say I feel grounded. I'm becoming more emotionally stable and my mind is clearer. I've learned to be more gentle with myself and intentionally surround myself with positivity and with people who uplift and support and hold me accountable for self-care. You know, I no longer feel guilty about taking care of myself. And that's day in and day out. That's my focus. Now, I would say, or some would say rather, it's selfish, but it's not. It's, it's necessary. You know, I deserve all the care and kindness I extend to myself. If my passion is to serve and uplift others, I mean, how can I serve them from an empty vessel? I can't. I just can't. 
Wow, you are absolutely right, Lakita. Um, you know, you cannot fill other people's cup if your own cup is empty. And I'm so glad you noticed all these changes and you're enjoying your life to the fullest. But I wanted to ask you, how long did it take for you to reap the benefit of these changes? Um, so I would say first off that consistency has proven to be the most crucial factor in my journey. You know, there was a point when I deviated from those daily self-care routines, but once I truly committed to the plan, I began to notice positive changes. So within three to four months of just eating healthy consistently, I started losing weight, close to like 15 pounds. And, and then in just a few weeks of dedicating five to 10 minutes a day to meditation, I noticed stress levels just lowering and not overreacting so quickly to situations. And my focus was improved and my mental state was clearer. You know, it's truly remarkable how immediately after meditation, I would feel such an overwhelming sense of peace and calm by simply just focusing on my breath and detaching from the distractions around me. I could feel the heart palpitation subside. It's just amazing how the body works and how it can serve you uh, if you're willing to nourish it. It can really serve you well. Absolutely. Uh, I think these things that love, peace, happiness is within us, but we sometimes are running so fast and we forget to connect with our own self. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, you know, that five, 10 minutes of that connection with your own self made so much wonderful experiences for you. And you mentioned about the gratitude, and I know science has also proven if you have that attitude of gratitude, you cannot focus on negativity. So tell me more how this attitude of gratitude has helped you in your journey. Absolutely, absolutely. So really following my hospitalization, I realized that seeking counseling was a necessary step for my well-being especially dealing with anxiety and constant stress. Um, I needed coping skills. I needed ways to process my emotions and my feelings. And my counselor made um, a suggestion. She said, write down your thoughts for a month. And I said, write down my thoughts? You know, it didn't make sense to me at the time, but little did I realize that she had already picked up on a recurring pattern during one of our one-on-one -on -one sessions. And as I started jotting down my thoughts and emotions, it became clear that negativity had taken root within me. I found myself obsessing over my circumstances and just harboring frustration towards my own body. You know, those dizzy spells of lightheadedness and heart palpitations, elevated cholesterol levels, and the whole span. I was experiencing self-criticism. I did not appreciate my body. I had treated it with unkindness neglecting its needs and desires while saying yes to everyone else. And this was a revelation for me. You know, I was essentially subjecting myself to the very thing I despised in others being ignored or overlooked. And when I shared these feelings with my counselor, she recommended I start a gratitude journal thing, where I would specifically focus on what I was thankful for about my body and my life. And let me tell you, this was an emotional journey for me. I had a heartfelt conversation with my body, apologizing and expressing just how much I loved it. 
and how I was committed to treating it with kindness and appreciation, just acknowledging its needs. You know, this was the catalyst for my daily self-care routines, which included keeping up with my physical checkups and my medical care. And let's not forget the power of positive self-talk and affirmations where I would look in the mirror and I would, would repeat things like, I am more than enough. I am kind to myself. I am loved. I am healthy. I am grateful. I am beautiful. I deserve to be happy. And this transformation just unfolded. You know, it felt as if my body responded with a huge thank you. It embraced me with so much love and it reciprocated the care that I was giving it. You know, the results, it better sleep, increased energy. I had a positive outlook on life, weight loss, reduced stress, and overwhelming. I had such an overwhelming sense of peace and tranquility and just a stable mind. And, and it just felt so good to realize that this journey of self-discovery and self-love is transform transformative. It was transformative. And I'm grateful. I am also grateful to you, Lakita, for sharing such a beautiful story and the importance of self-love, self-acceptance, self-care. Wow, what a wonderful story. Uh, so what is your message to our listener who want to maybe make these lifestyle changes like you did, but they are not able to make for one or the other reason? Any piece of advice you would like to share with them? Yes, yes. I would I would just encourage all listeners to know that change is possible. And it starts with the decision just to prioritize yourself and your well-being. You know, set realistic goals and remember that these small steps can lead to significant transformations. You may experience setbacks. I I experience setbacks daily and challenges, but it's persistence. Being persistent is the key. You know, stay the course. Be patient and kind with yourself and, and embrace the journey because it's about progress. It's not perfection, it's progress. Also surround yourself with a, a supportive community and learn and lean on them when you need encouragement and learn from them. And most importantly, always remember that uh, you are worth the effort. <laughs> Your health and happiness are invaluable. And making positive lifestyle changes is a beautiful way to honor yourself. There is only one of you, and you have the power to do it. I did it, and so can you. Well, Nikita, I must admit, I learned so many things from you. You know, even small changes, five minutes of mindfulness taking care of your diet, taking care of your body, surrounding yourself with positive people. If you're making all these small, small changes, life can be beautiful. You can enjoy it to the fullest. I'm so grateful to you for sharing your story and taking time with us. And I wish you all the best for continuing on this journey and inspiring other people to become mindful, beautiful the way you did. And I do believe that power of determination, that willpower you had was huge factor for your success. And as you said, you know, you can achieve anything if you put your mind and hard work 
into it. Nothing comes free, right? If that yes. peace was <laughs> if peace was cheap, happiness was cheap, we could have bought it from a shopping mall. But yes, as you right. and you shared, yeah, it, there were challenges along the way, but hey, I can take care of it. So thank you, thank you again, Laketa, for sharing your wonderful story and inspiring all of us. Thank you so much, Poonam, and thank you for your friendship and thank you for your support. Uh, it's been an honor to be here with you. Thank you. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.